Love Talk Radio. Why, yes, you are. It's Tuesday, March the 5th, and you are in bed with me, Dr. Sue. And we're very lucky to have with us tonight for a return engagement, fetish writer Lewis Friend. And the cool part about this is he's got this, like, really cool announcement for his fans later, so you guys are going to want to definitely stay tuned for that. Plus, we're going to be reviewing Cinekink because both Captain Joe and Lewis were there. So if you're a fan of Lewis or you just want to ask him some questions, you want to call in now, get in line, 646-478-3644, and we will be right back after this. Hello, you naughty muffins. This is Dr. Sue, letting you know that the In Bed with Dr. Sue show has a new home on the Internet, inbedwithdrsue.com. Now it's even easier to listen to past shows, see what's coming up, Send us your shout-outs. You can suggest shows you'd like to hear. Leave messages for myself, Joe, or Ashley Jill. Even participate in polls. And I'm launching more goodies on the site soon. So bookmark InBedWithDrSue.com and don't miss a minute between the sheets with me. Wow, that was really cheesy. i got to remember to redo that. Um, no, only because it's like, I don't know, it's just didn't work for me in re-listening to it because I was tired when I did it. Anyways, we're here, and Joe's here. Say hi, Joe. Joe, take yourself off hold and say hi. Or, no, don't say hi, Joe. That's okay. Never mind. I'll introduce. <laughs> Are I you there now? To, I was going to screen the caller that just got in. Okay, well, that's fine, except that, you know, like, I'm trying to talk to you here for a moment. Jeez. Anyways, hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going fairly good. We had a busy week for me. Ah, uh, and and you broke your little tootsies a while back. Remember? That I was like after the last show, wasn't it? Um, actually, just before, I believe. <gasps> so that means you were sore last time. Yeah. Yeah. Guess who else last, is here? Last, um, Vanilla Girl. Vanilla Girl is here. Hello, hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> men. I got you your men, just for you. I love it. <laughs> that was the only one I could find. It had the singing in the background, but it'll have to do. That's cool. Du, 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 du. Thank okay. you. I will talk to Ashley Jill. You go and screen the call. Okay. <gasps> Look, there's someone else. That's probably Lewis. Kitten. 
Kitten is Kitten here? Yes, she is. Kitten is finally here. Da 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 da. Okay, Queen everybody made Kitty. it. In time for the news and the shoutouts. Mm. Okay, so here we go. First thing I want to do is talk about the poll results on InBedWithDrSue.com. And I've been running a couple of things because I want to know what everybody wants us to do. So there were two polls on the website. The first one was, would you like, would you listen if Doctor, if in bed with Doctor Sue was on weekly? And um, ba dum ba dum I would say pretty much 30 out of 30 said yes, they would like us on every week, which is good. And then I said, would you like to see the show tackle other subjects as well as sex and fetish? And that came up split. So we have 19 saying no, and we have 11 saying yes. Now, the reason why I said that is simply because, maybe easier if you understand why I asked that question. And I asked that question because if I'm going to go weekly, you guys are going to have to be a little bit more flexible because, let's face it, that's... 52 topics, that's, you know, after a while, wouldn't you get sick of sex and fetish all the time? Just saying, I don't know. Whatever. But, you know, hey, we could probably do it. Could we do it? To each their own. Well, could we do it? or? Oh, my God, your chat has a little background. I know, I found all these cute little features on Blog Talk Radio. Oh, my God, it's so cute. You've got, like, a sunshine and Of course, Miss. Uh, you know, well, I know I you are the it. human cupcake. I realize Mistress Cupcake Mistress is, cupcake in, there, is but, in there, but but you are the human cupcake, yes. which is like you are just overflowing with vanilla y goodness. I fart sprinkles. You well, no, our dog does. Yes, she's so cute. She's adorable. Anyways, okay, yeah. So, oh, Vaz is here. I guess we should talk Hi. to Vaz. Um, Boz was having a bit of a tiff today with um, Mistress Sherry. I don't know what the heck happened because I came in at the end. Anyways, um, really quickly, see now we should should we talk to Vaz now? So I, I'm I'm thinking that when somebody calls from India, you yeah, you know, like this is just the thing. I realize that like we have a whole bunch of stuff we need to talk about, but I think we should talk to Vaz first. Let's do it. He's calling from India here. So here we go, Vaz. Hello, Vaz. Hello. Hello, lovely ladies. Good evening. <laughs> you sound so good, Vaz. You just sound so happy. You do. Yeah, I'm always happy. I you just should want be always to thank happy because you. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Yes, <laughs> I only. I'm trying to call for last week, last 15 days, sorry. So I just want to thank you for beautiful and lovely Valentine's Day cards. Oh, yay! He got them. We were so happy you got them. We yes. sent out Valentine, Valentine's Day cards to a special special friends of In Bed with Dr. Sue, and he was one of them. Oh, that was so sweet of you, both ladies. I really love them. I'm glad you really liked them, Vaz. That was the whole point. That's why. Except I did something really annoying just to be me, and I put, like, um, glitter sprinkles in everyone so that when they opened it, it would go all over the floor. Because, see, you'll never get rid of all that glitter no matter what, and every time you see it, you'll think of me, see? Annoying, oh, but cute. of course. Yes, yes. <laughs> Vaz is going, yes, I'm they still trying us. to get it out of the floor of my store. <laughs> Everything is going fine here. Oh, good. What's the weather like, Boss? 
weather is getting hot now days uh-huh. are long but it's good for me as i can be online and useful to all you superiors more than more that's true because you I have ask. more daylight hours now right yeah i will be online more than yay, i usually in we love you vaz we do do you have anything you want to say? Do you want to do a shout-out, Faz? Shoot-out. Only shoot-out for you both ladies. Because you are awesome one. Oh, thank you, Vaz. That's very, very sweet. That is very sweet of you, Vaz. You're very, you're such a good guy. Don't let thank anyone you. tell you otherwise. Yeah. Sorry? I said don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You're a great guy. Oh, thank you very much. I just want to thank you for again for the Valentine cards. It means a lot to me. Thank you. You're, You're very, very welcome, Vaz. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, he's just so wonderful. Isn't he cute? All of you guys are wonderful. Seriously. Everyone is wonderful. The whole world is wonderful. Everyone who listens to the show Everyone. is wonderful. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, she hasn't actually been drinking. However, on that note, um, it came to my attention that there are some people who are using the show as a drinking game, which I thought was what? I'm not. You don't know this. I know there's a lot of things you don't know yet. You're going to be shocked a lot. Oh. Um, so people are using the show as a drinking game, which I think is absolutely hysterical. I realize others would go, oh, that's horrible. But I think it's funny. I think that's funny, too. Um, some of the girls are actually drinking throughout the show. And I thought it would be really good for doms if you are into forced intox. Yes, ooh, taboo, woo-woo. If you're into forced intox, it would actually be really funny. So from now on, I'm going to give you the word of the show. So that means every time I say this word, you have to take a shot. I mean, make it easy for everybody, because what the girls were doing before was they were picking their own word. Well, you're not going to pick your own word now. I'm going to pick it. And tonight's show is Lewis. I mean, tonight's (laughs) word is Lewis. I was looking... Herman did that better than me. So, much better. You know, that drum roll just kicked in way too late. <laughs> they do. You know what? When you hit it, there really is a huge delay. You almost really have to is. hit it, like, right as soon as you want to do it. It's annoying. So, okay, the remember, Lewis, word the word Lewis, and you have to have a drink. Are we down with this? Every time you hear the word Lewis, you have to have a drink from this point on. So, there you go. So Joe went to Cinekink. We're going to get more into that later. Um, I just thought it would be kind of, this is the sort of text message that I get from him when I'm like, okay, why didn't you go to Betty Page Reveals All? Because I thought that would be really cool to go to. This is what he says back to me, and I quote, there was no secret she wanted to be a model. The photographer gave her regular modeling work only if she did the BDSM stuff as well. She got paid for both, but only if she did both. Okay. Killjoy. You could still go. No, I couldn't. I wasn't covered under the press pass. Oh. But you could have still gone. I mean, technically, I guess I could have, but the press pass wouldn't have gotten me in. Oh, cheapskate. You're no fun. (laughs) You're just cheapskate. Okay, um, the other thing is, 
I have been soliciting lately, and Joe and Ashley knows about it. Joe doesn't know about this. I've been soliciting lately for two volunteers. I need two male volunteers um, to test out a series of exercises that not only get you fit but make you a better lover because the guest is going to be on the show who did this, like the guest who created the whole thing um, is going to be on the show. And I thought it would be really cool if I could get two guys who are willing to do this exercise stuff and then tell us on the night of the show, anonymously of course, tell us how it worked out for you. I just thought it would be kind of cool as opposed to just bring the guy on and he assume that his thing works, right? We want to know if his thing works. So we got to know his thing works by whether other people's things work, see? Get it? Never mind. Do the crickets. Anyways, um, so I'm hoping that someone out there will hear this in the next several days because I have to shut this down at some point and just go ahead and run with it. All you have to do is have a regular lover, I suppose, would be the best way to put it, or at least have an outlet to get laid in order to test out this whole exercise thing. It has nothing to do with DNS. It has nothing to do with kink. It's just exercises making you a better lover. Now, I don't know what's behind it, but you get the whole program for free that other people have to pay for. Well, to be honest, I think that's more very logical. I mean, if you do work out more, you do tend to become more physical, don't you? Yeah, but the thing is, with this, it's all ta- it's based on tantric. Oh, I thought it, but doesn't it also have to do with like helping with your self esteem in a way? Cause well, if it you're would because out, if you're, you're working out, then you're losing weight and then yeah, and better. That's probably what he's going to talk about. Yeah, I. I'm just saying. I don't know. And I'm not that keen on what it is he's doing, so I just know that I can get my hands on two programs if two people want to test it out. So if you want to test it out, go to the website. Go to inbedwithdrsue.com. And you will see a thing up in the top bar that says, two volunteers needed. Just click on that. You can read about it. You can go to this guy's website. You can see what's going on. And, you know, pretty much figure out if you want to do it. Again, it's got to be within the next, say, three or four days, simply because I've got to have the guy in the show at some point. I'm not going to wait forever. So I just find it interesting that although I did have several bites, um, the consensus was, I don't want to do exercises. All for fuck's sake. Not just, kidding. Just Not bite kidding. The, just bite the bait. Just Not do it. kidding. They won't do it. They want a magic pill that's going to make no, them better. Well, they don't everybody want to wants, work We're it. living in the now, though. Everybody wants everything to work now. Well, you know. Just saying. I know. It's, this is the problem the with living in an instant society. By the way, um, completely turning left, not signaling. Sorry. Um, Here we go. No, that was just me. Oh, okay. Turning left, not signaling, just letting you know that if you haven't been over to kinkycustoms.com, you're going to want to because she's redesigned the site and it looks really cool. Just go. Um, And hire (laughs) her to do everything for you on the web. Just do it. Don't start with me. That's right. Yeah. Joe? Yes? Are you there? I'm here. Well, Didn't want to get in between you two. Uh oh. What's the matter? Just talk. You on a roll? She's upset, Joe. Ask me why I'm upset, Joe. Uh-oh. Why are you upset? <laughs> well, Uh-oh. for those of you who were on Twitter this morning, you probably noticed that I put out a tweet um, about someone who basically wrote me through the night 
very passionately, telling me he thought I should die. Um, and <laughs> honestly, it did not upset me. I was shocked only because it was the first thing I opened up when I opened up the computer, and I'm like, whoa, I'm not even awake yet, man. What's with this? Like, he was very upset. His name is Daniel. And he's very upset, and I... It's kind of interesting because this went on all through the night. He wrote comments on both sites. He sent me emails through Blog Talk, and he was just—he was very, very angry. And what was interesting was watching how, like, because literally you could check all the times on the comments and everything, right? And as he's going through the evening, and he's reading more he's kind of getting less angry and a little bit less angry. And now he's very happy. He's perfectly fine. He wrote three comments that I did actually publish that weren't, you know, wanting to rip the entrails out of me. And it seems fine. And I actually said to Daniel, I wrote him an email this afternoon, and I said, you know, Daniel, why don't you call into the show? And because you have such a passionate, you know, sort of, outlook on this and most of what he was upset about was penis size he i believe i don't know if he listened to the show on penis size i know he read my article on penis size and he was incensed and basically said that i was contributing to the fact that small penis men are all killing themselves because they'll never have sex with women so like my death is on there is their death is on my hands so tell them what you said joe (laughs) which I thought was kind of funny. Oh, Dr. Sue. <laughs> Look, all I said in the article, if, now, this is the thing. You guys, first of all, he was very upset about, you know, how horrible it was for me to say that most women want men with big penises. Now, I, you guys got to get this through your head. When I'm telling you this, even in my articles, I will state quite, you know, emphatically, this is a generality I'm speaking of. There's going to be exceptions to every world. There's going to be women who don't want big penis males, right? Mm-hmm. Hello? That's true. It's not like, oh, all small penis males should just hang themselves and throw themselves no. off a bridge. It's ridiculous. At that that's point, you're point. just being stupid. I'm sorry. Well, no, I, I, know. I really and, don't and, think and... that topic was covered in Sinekinky. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> no, we're doing Sinekinky later. I know I'm jumping around. Yeah. Which, no, are. I want Lewis here for Sinekinky too, because Lewis actually participated, mm. unlike someone I know. Ooh. You so are getting hey, a spanking. Hey, hey. She went there. Joey's getting a spanking. So. Joey slept through part of Sinekinky. <laughs> Joey was tired. Jo- Joey I don't know how you can sleep through something like that. No, he didn't sleep at Cineking. He slept and didn't get to get there for that one thing that he wanted to oh, okay. go for. Oh, okay. I'd be like, uh, there's too much get going it? on. No. No, no. <laughs> so anyways, but that yeah, that's why. And just so that everyone knows, his other thing was he was very upset with the fact that I swear on my show. So Too fucking bad. <laughs> that I did not say that. That was Vanilla Girl. Yeah. But what I want to say really quickly is, because he said it's, it, it sucks with my credibility. 
Um, I don't care about being credible or not. Um, he says, you know, if if I'm a doctor, I should be listening to my listeners and not swearing. First of all, let me get this through, you guys. You're not Doctor Drew. One, I'm not a doctor. Okay, this is this is like a nickname. Okay, I'm not a medical doctor. Two, I will always be a dom first before I am ever, you know, a shrink. So get it through your little heads. One, it's entertainment. I'm just trying to teach you guys something. Maybe if you can, you know, wrap your heads around the fact that what I'm doing here is just bringing things to light. You can choose to play or you can choose not to play. I'm not saying it's going to work for everybody. And I'm not saying I am the be-all, end-all, you know, God. Well, I kind of am, but, you know. All right, don't say anything. I mean, right there, your credibility (laughs) just took a hit. What? My humility just took a hit? Credibility. I know, my credibility is right down the friggin' tubes. Oh, what am I going to do? Please, use your head, people. You know, if you're taking everything I say as some sort of gospel, don't be ridiculous. Yeah, at that point you're just I'm saying open your eyes to these possibilities, and if it's something that interests you or turns you on, jump in for it. (laughs) Mistress Cupcake (laughs) keeps saying Dr. Sue for Pope. Actually, it would be the coolest Vatican ever. (laughs) We would have such a blast. God, priests would finally be able to get some. Not just the little boys. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing, and little boys everywhere could breathe a sigh of relief because they can actually finally have regular sex instead of having to grab altar boys. Yeah, I said it. Um, so where are we now? We, I have news. What's the news, okay. Dr. Sue? The upshot of this is you're saying Daniel finally got his meds. I, this is the thing. It was really interesting to watch from a psychological aspect to see him go really like, you know, I need to be killed to uh just it was like and now he's I will literally, honest to God, I'm gonna read you this really quickly. The last comment that he wrote and actually actually I'll read this is quicker. He wrote back when I said, please, you know, go right ahead and phone in. Um he said, I'm just a submissive man who wants to understand things about lifestyles that you discuss. Please forgive my rude comments early on. I always try to be polite and respectful. Uh, no one's buying that? What, no. what, Joe? What? You know something? What? I think that uh, we need a little relief here. So I'm going to say Lewis. We do. What? I'm going to say Lewis. Yeah, totally. Lewis. Lewis, friend, call in now, 646-478-3644, and you know, everyone is sitting in the queue going, the... screw you, I am. We do have calls in the queue. Maybe we should get their input. Well, we could, but they probably want to talk to Lewis. They won't want to talk to me. Lewis. They want to talk to Lewis. Lewis. Really quickly, Holly Madison is going to eat her placenta after she gives birth. What? I knew that would freak you out. Oh, my God, what the hell is wrong with people? Here's the interesting point, though. Is she what? Going to, like, there is a company. Play it or. Like, no, there boil is a company. <laughs> saute it. Nope. There is a company, <laughs> and I know people who throw it into their garden and helps their I, rose bushes. Oh I think God. that's kind of disturbing, too. Maybe with some fava beans. 
<laughs> and a nice Chianti. Um, no, you, what they do is, I guess there's a company out there that makes it into pills. And it has been, because it is so rich in nutrients and whatever, it has been said that, um, and actually I don't know if they've done clinical trials on it or not, but it helps with postpartum depression. There have been several stars that have done it that have said, you know, it's helped them out. How would you be able to keep it down? It's a pill. Oh, it's a pill. I'm sorry. There's a company that's out there that tries it out and then makes it into pill form. You don't have to sit there with, like, a knife and fork. Or, like, suck it through a straw or something. (laughs) it's not meant for, you know, it's not a smoothie. I I don't know. I don't know. It's not a smoothie. Holy. That would be gross. But, no, they dry it out and put it in pill form, (laughs) so you're just popping placenta pills. But they say it works. It, it settles your hormones <laughs> down and everything. And is that all we've been missing all our lives? Our placenta pills. Well, my lord, it's so much easier. You know, it would have been so. And I want everyone to know that Girls Gone Wild has filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. But Joe Francis wants to assure everyone that his personal wealth is fine. Okay, Joe, you're a douche. Anyways, um, not our Joe. So if no. Joe Francis. Yeah. Um, Here's a really good, this is a good feel-good story, and this is the last one, and then we're going to get into shout-outs. The brothers at Phi Alpha Tau at Emerson College in Boston not only embraced 20-year-old transgender student Donnie Collins when he rushed the fraternity last year, but have raised the money Collins needs for top surgery to remove his breasts. So you have female to male. Not only being welcomed in the fraternity, hello, fraternity, that's huge because these guys are usually, you know, I'm, and I'm, again, I'm pushing my views on everything, but frats aren't usually, they're not usually homo-friendly. No, they're not. Um, not all of them. So not only did they let her, who is him, pledge the fraternity, mm-hmm. they welcomed him and... Because his insurance wouldn't pay for the top surgery yeah. to have the breasts removed, they went out, they raised it, and how much did they raise? Let me have a look here. They ended up raising $17,000, and the surgery only cost 8100 so Donnie Collins asked that the additional money be donated to the Jim Collins Foundation, who is no relation, and it provides financial assistance for sex reassignment surgery. That's awesome. I think that is such a nice story. That is a very it nice really, story. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see some people have an open mind. Open your eyes. Open your peepers. So, really quickly, because we've been going on with this, and yes. Liz probably wants to go to bed, I'm going to do really fast shout-outs. It's meow. time for shout-outs. Meow. Meow. Shout-out, kitten. Shout-out, kitten. Meow. Anyways, okay, so first shout-out is from Mistress Vengeance. Of MistressVengeanceNY.com. She wants to say to my devoted slave, Rob Meat, he worships the ground I walk on and follows direction to the letter. There's, he's the only slave I will ever take to the dungeon for one of our favorite games, and it's called How Long Will He Last? That was nice. That was in the good pet column. Um, we have a shout-out. This is my shout-out to Mistress L., 
um, from mistress-l.com, who's going through some very serious and disappointing family medical issues right now. Everyone should be sending her some much-needed love on Twitter. Her ID is at mistress underscore L-E-L-L-E. She's just going through hell right now with personal stuff and, you know, Give a shout-out to Mistress L because she's a sweet pea. Chocolate Dom um, from weekforebonyfemdom.weebly.com wants to shout-out to Ms. P and me, but also is looking for web piggies to work on her website and handle some other web marketing for her. Are you a fin sub or a fin slave or a good boy sub with heavy pockets? Contact her via her website to get your chocolate fix. Remember, that's weekforebonyfemdom.weebly.com. Mistress Cupcake, who is the wonder from down under. Mistress Cupcake, who is in our chat room right now, who is um, is sweet enough to support the show all the way from Australia wants to give a shout-out, and remember, she is from worshipmistresscupcake.com. Can I do a shout-out to Goddess Belladonna, Goddess Bree, and all the ladies at financialdominationacademy.com, and she still wants me for Pope. And we also have a shout-out to Buttercup from Queen Kitty, from queenkittyownsyou.com. Congrats on the promotion and raise, my pet, you big spoiled boo-boo. And from Queen Kitty as well, a shout out to Muffy, our little muffin pants, who's also in the chat in the chat in the chat room. Ooh, that's Ew, a whole other story. That's another story. Yeah, yeah that's no. a different fetish. Ew. Um shout out to Muffy from Queen Kitty saying hurry up Friday because Muffy is going to visit the Queen and Footboy Dawn. We should find royal music when we talk about Queen Kitty. We should. I need to get do you wanna know what I really want? is the sound that they used to make for imperial margarine. Does anybody remember that? Go way back. Remember when you used to, way back, when you used to open the thing of imperial margarine? And it would go, dun, 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 and then you ended up with a crown on your head. Does anybody remember that? I don't know. Oh, good. Footboy Dawn does. Thank God. Okay, just wanted to make sure. You don't know that, Joe? I do. I was the one that said, dun, 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 imperial. Thank you. See? So we do need something like that, but, you know, <sighs> there you go. So I made it through everything, I think. Hold on. Yep. I think I got everybody. So you got right, everybody? we'll be right back with, with Lewis. Take a shot right after this. Listen, kitten. She guided me to the center of the living area where a coffee table might have been had there been one. She faced me and locked those eyes onto mine. What's your name, my dear? She inquired. It's Edward, I replied nervously. Lovely. Strip, Edward, she commanded. I silently obeyed and in moments I was completely naked. I had managed to do it all without losing sight of her eyes, except for that split second, I had to pull my t-shirt over my head. My jeans, shoes, socks, and shirt were in a discarded pile beside me. I was a bit embarrassed, not just by being so exposed, but also because my cock was standing out ram straight, leaving very little question about my arousal. Very nice, Edward, she said. 
I'm so glad you liked those pieces at La Perla. You have expensive tastes, even if they do tend to lean a bit to the slutty look. She hadn't asked a question, so I didn't dare speak. I think I might have blushed a little redder. She continued. But now, seeing you like this, I think your choices were dead on. So let's get you dressed. Read along as a man becomes entranced by a woman he's never seen before, but can't get enough of once he has. Is there anything he won't do to be with her? Is there any part of his life he won't sacrifice? Anyone? Find out for yourself. Get the story Window Shopping from Edward Cantor. Available at Amazon. Edward, I love you. I'm very sorry about that. That was supposed to be a lovely ode to Queen Kitty, and you know what? All we could hear in the background was Joe playing the Imperial Margarine freaking thing every two minutes. So I apologize for that, Edward. And you will you will hear it properly. Properly on the next show, I swear to you. Oh, I swear to God. And I, oh, I'm texting you frantically going, shut up with the Imperial Margarine thing. And oh, Ashley's you're sitting here me, like kissing her pants. You didn't take a mute oh. my mic, which I thought I did. No. no. <laughs> Every two seconds it was the Imperial Margarine. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. Well, we found it. So I apologize, Edward. I will play it properly next time, and there will be no Imperial Margarine sounds. Although, even though it was meant for Kitty, it was kind of apropos to have that in the back. <laughs> <sighs> all that work I did. Yes, folks, are we mean. are professionals. <laughs> it took me a long time to do that. <sighs> I even put background music and everything. Damn you people. Shakes fist. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I need me some Lewis, Lewis, everyone. Get those phones dialing, 646-478-3644, because it's time to introduce our man of the hour, one of the kinkiest writers around who is in the process of changing his style slightly and has a special announcement for his readers. Yes, Mr. Lewis Friend. Do-do-do-do. Audience is loving our man Lewis. How are we doing, Lewis? I am terrific. Yeah, I thought you were just going really avant garde with that uh, Ed Cantor story with that. No, um, I really. It really <laughs> <laughs> that was like the world's biggest foobar right there. No, you guys don't get it. I re recorded that thing like 75 times to get it the way it was supposed to be. So. <sighs> I swear to God, I'm going to take my whip, and I'm going to go to New York, and I'm going to smack you one. Oh, for that, you're going to come to New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will now. So how's my Lewis? I am doing great. How about yourself? 
Absolutely fabulously. You know that. Wonderful. And I'm not dead, although must obviously people want me dead, but that's okay. So there you go. So well, good. that just left Lewis like completely just sitting there going, what the fuck? <laughs> Relax. So what's going on? You guys went to Cinekinky. What's going on? Cinekink was great, yeah. Just uh it would have been a little bit better had I not been sick throughout the entire thing, but uh, you know, it was uh, it wasn't too bad. Tried to get some sleep during the day and then just uh got my kink on all throughout the evening. Cool. So do you said you got to see the whole Betty Page reveals all, right? I saw pretty much every second of Cinekink except that I missed the very first part of Tristan Tormino's talk on Saturday afternoon. Otherwise, I was there for every moment. And don't you feel ashamed, Mr. Imperial Margarine Boy? (laughs) 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 That thing's going to haunt me now. (laughs) You will have nightmares about that. It's Kitten's fault. I'm blaming, I'm going to blame Kitten. Damn you, Kitten. So tell us what's going on, because you really are starting to change your style. I have noticed that. Um, so what's what's happening with you and your and your kink and your smut writing? Now, when you say that I'm changing my style, is it the, the style of my writing or the style of how no, I'm... No, it's the style of the voice that you're talking through. Oh, really? Okay. Like, to I me, haven't even noticed you're that. changing from submissive point of view to a more dominant point of view. So you are, to me, you are flipping the switch. Well, I I, I don't know. I think I've always tried to play both ends of the field. Um, but, yeah, definitely uh, my one of my announcements on this show is that I have just put out a couple new stories uh, available via Kindle right now pretty much exclusively, and including one called Francesca, uh, which is written definitely from a dominant point of view. And just uh, for listeners of Dr. Sue, you can go over to Amazon right now and look up Francesca by Lewis Friend, and I have made it free for the next three days. So go out and grab it and enjoy it and let me know what you think. And that's if you like awesome. It, Thank you on behalf review. of my listeners for free stuff. My God, that's really nice of you, Lewis. <laughs> I try. I mean, you know, let, let, let's let people have some free stuff every once in a while, right? Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. So go there. Go to Amazon. Look up Francesca by Lewis Friend. It's going to be free for the next three days just because you guys are listening into this. So... Get over there, download it, and tell them what you think. Write a review, leave some stars, do whatever it is you can do to help support Lewis, because he's supporting you. That's right. Do it now. (laughs) So, yeah, I've been taking some of the stuff that um, I've written. I wrote a few things recently um, and just uh, have started putting those out as kind of Kindle one-offs instead of the Kindle... uh, big books that I was doing before um, just as an experiment to see mm-hmm. how they sell and, you know, because I, I don't really understand it. It's like people seem to be willing to spend the 99 cents for one story, but then when it comes to, like, 
you know, life on a my knees or freedom. They don't. Yeah, yeah, freedom is slavery. It's like no way am I going to spend two ninety nine on you know fifty stories. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? That is so it bizarre. Is yeah. Like, I don't know. That's odd. But I can kind of see it too because you might not be willing to take a chance on somebody that That's you don't true. know. It's a good way to test your It's a good way to test your writer to make sure that mm-hmm. you're like in sync with that writer. Exactly. So I've been going through for the last, gosh, four or five months now and have been downloading as many uh, of the freebie uh, Kindle erotica selections as I possibly can. Uh, one, just to see what they're like, and two, sometimes just to make myself feel better because some of them are not as good as they possibly should be. But then other times, too, for, you know, there are some that, some that I run into that are really good. So that mm-hmm. that makes me feel good, too, just to see that there's it's not all just crap out there. Yeah, Irv just said, um, Irv O'Neill just said, and two ninety nine is less than the price of most of the sandwiches at McDonald's, which is very frustrating from a writer's point of view. It really is, because what you guys have to understand is there's blood, sweat, and tears goes into these stories, and it, they become your baby. And to put your baby out there for free, that's hard to do. It's hard mm-hmm. to do. It, it, you sit there and go, well, damn it, I, you know, I worked hard on this thing. Okay, I worked on this thing. <laughs> I'm you said hard on. <laughs> so what, I don't know. What do you think? Do you, like, does it bug you that you're putting them out there at 99 cents? I don't think that's fair. Well, you know, I was putting stuff out for free for so long, and really, you know, stuff that's even inside of the uh, compilation books that I've done is still out there for free. It might not be the proofread and, you know, uh, kind of re-edited version of stuff, but it's out there and you can get it. And, you know, I'm all for free porn. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I would post stuff over on Literatica or, you know, um, what is that, uh, the Erotic Vault or whatever it is, just, mm-hmm. you know, just because there are a lot of great, free stories that are out there, but I don't know, unless some of those places kind of figure out a better business model, it's like right now it's so easy. The whole ease of having a e-reader is is just, it makes it a little more difficult than going, you know, it makes it easier to read stuff via Kindle or Nook than going over to you know, a web version of it, of some of these porn stories and reading them that way, which is... Right. It's better you know, to, to download them as e-books, as little teeny tiny exactly. e-books. Yeah. So what inspires you? You know, sometimes real life stuff, and then other times just, you know, I don't know. I wrote one recently um, that I just put out there called Doing the Chores, and I just had like a little snippet of a dream one morning and it stayed with me enough that, um, you know, about five or six hours later it was still in my head and I just sat down and just pounded that thing out within, I mean, a couple hours. Whereas Francesca, it actually took me probably about three or four weeks really to really? go through and kind of craft that one. 
And Which I was one in your to, view? The way because I know when I write or when I'm doing something, it you can feel it clicking. Mm-hmm. So when you're, it, do you find okay? So in your own view, now someone else is probably going to say no. They would like one or the other, one over the other. The one that came really easily and just like you just basically regurgitated it. Do you think that was better written than the three-week one, than Francesca? Not necessarily, because I definitely it, Francesca was more of a painstaking process, and I really put a lot more thought into it. And I would hope that that kind of comes through to the reader, as far as seeing the craft of it. Whereas mm-hmm. with the doing the chore story, I hope that that's more of a um, that they can get the heat of it and get the um, just the drive that I had to get it out on paper. Hopefully right. that comes through. I don't know. It sounds like I want to have it both ways that way, but I can don't do that. Don't we all? Yes. And who says you can't? <laughs> you can have it both ways. You can have it any way you want. Exactly. I'm all about having it We have a caller. We do. We have a caller that's been holding very patiently for you. Oh, really? Francesca. You're the one and only? The one and only. Francesca? Hi, Dr. Sue. You're in bed with Dr. Sue, and I'm sorry you've had to wait so long because today just seemed to be like this giant weird day. So we're under a mercury retrograde. Let it go. <laughs> it's worth the wait. Everything's bizarre. So Francesca gets to talk to Lewis and go, go, go crazy. So... I, I don't have any questions because I've read both stories. Yay. I did not know that um, my namesake story took three weeks, three to four weeks to write. Um, what your process, you say you take uh, real-life situations or experiences and sometimes you just have what you call dreams or epiphanies or whatever. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, what comes easier to you? Do you find that your experiences come easier or the things that you may not have experienced and just sort of come out of your writer's creativity? Sometimes I think that the stuff that I haven't experienced comes a little bit easier just because when it comes to things that I have experienced, um, it's there's that fine line of where things become fantastic. You know, do you want to be really true to the facts? You know, am I being more of a journalist in that case? Or do I just take a seed of it and then kind of blow that out? You know, do I take one moment, one line, one thing that happened and just kind of build around that? Or am I just going to, you know, kind of go along and say, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, which kind of frankly, can be interesting, but then that is where my writing, where I feel that I have the biggest uh, hurdle to jump is to say, uh, is to be able to recount something and not make it sound like somebody is telling a really boring kind of, you know, book report, you know, well, here's what happened that day and just kind of going from there. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. It does. I know okay. that you've been focusing on your your ebook and your Kindle sort of side of your writing, and 
I don't know if there's anybody out there, I hope they do, Colin, that enjoy having your books in their hands, reading the words on paper. Thank and you. I know there's like a, a, I love them, and they're always by my by my bed. Um, will you discontinue working through uh, actual paper books, or are you going to try to do a mix, or how's that going to go? What I, what I have in my mind is uh, trying to put out all the individual stories that I do for the next little while as these kind of ebook almost chapters kind of thing. And then at some point I'll kind of cut bait, throw them all together, and then make them available as print-on-demand book like uh, Life on My Knees and, and Freedom of Slavery. So that way Excellent. folks will have that ability, yeah, because I know personally – I still prefer paper as well. You know, Thank just you. Got the, yes, that drives yeah. me insane. I, okay, yes, I do ebook reading the same as everybody else, but it doesn't take the place of having something in your paws. It, Ash, you're like that. I too, am. Aren't you? I am. I, I would rather have the book. Mm-hmm. I would rather be able to refer back. It's harder to refer back with Kindles and stuff and ebooks. It just, I don't know. It's just easier to flip back and forth in a book. It, it feels better. And I bet you, I think most people are probably It feels good like to that. accomplish a book that way, too. Yeah. It's like I read mm-hmm. all these pages. I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, instead of I touch the screen yeah. 1,500 times. It's yeah. more <laughs> personal, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And you can't sign my Kindle. You can sign the no. book. No. There that you go. That's weird. another one. Yeah, exactly. Although I'm sure someone will somewhere come think along with something. some way of, you know, e-signing it in mm-hmm. some way, but it's still—it's not the same. No. No. You know what you should do? I think <laughs> you should do a book tour. <laughs> Amen. A little mini one. Who cares? Just do like, do Detroit and do New York, and just you know, do it in the summer when the weather's nicer. And I think it'd be a great Come idea. Chicago. Come to Chicago. There you go. Hmm. You can stay at Francesca's house. Oh, sure you can. You can spend the entire night reading to her from your book. That would be nice. And three weeks later, there will be a Francesca Turns the Tides uh, story (laughs) Uh, for three days for free for Dr. Sue listeners. Right, Lewis? Everybody take a drink. (laughs) That's right. Lewis is here. Everybody take a drink. Oh, he's not saying That sounds like a very good plan. No, I'm just thinking of, you know, that I'm – I, I don't know. I still feel like I'm a little outside of the the norm enough that, you know, nobody is going to ever want to publish me, you know, whether it be... I think you're wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've I don't tried think, some of You know the, what? I don't think hmm. you're fair to your writing because you do that a lot. You put down your writing and or you, you second class it a lot where, oh, you know, it's just smut. We did that on the last show. Oh, it's just smut. It's not. I don't think you're being fair to your writing, as a, and you're also not being fair to the people who are reading your stuff because they love it. We do. Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you two, two things. I'll come at it from two approaches. One is that after you sit on a pile of rejection slips for a while, it gets to be a little difficult to take yourself that seriously. But then mm-hmm. on the other hand, you know, the last time that I was on, a lot of the discussion kind of uh, 
what's the word, spiraled out of control with uh, talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm -hmm. And after reading that absolute piece of shit book, um, (laughs) I really felt very good about myself. And I felt like Mm -hmm. if that can get published and if that is considered writing, then Gosh, I'm like, you know, a combination of Steinbeck, Hemingway, Tolstoy, you know, the greats out there because that was, oh, gosh, it was horrible. It was formulaic writing. That's why. Oh, it wasn't. It's no different than reading a Harlequin romance. It was just the the writing itself, the abuse of adverbs and just, Mm -hmm. oh. Gosh, the, the That's why I said to you, you can take those three books and condense it into a very tight, small story. No and problem. I would still probably hate you the You would still heave it across the room, I'm quite sure. Yeah. I literally... Francesca, I did you read that? Uh, actually, the last show, the show that you had, that you were discussing it, I called in twice, once to speak to Lewis, take a drink, and the next time to talk about... Fifty Shades of Grey, which unfortunately is going to be a movie. I don't know if y'all know that. Oh yeah, but we're not um, going to go see it. <laughs> I I read all three. I choked through the last two. Um, I agree with Lewis. Take a drink. Um, they were shit, but consider the audience and consider the source from which it came. Mm-hmm. It was fan fiction. It was. And to compare Lewis's work or anybody else you've had on your show who's an author. Um, with something like that is extremely, extremely insulting. And every time you have Lewis on uh, and, and or you mention his work and you talk about how he doesn't give himself enough credit, I have to agree 100%. You know, Lewis, you really have to think of why you do it, um, who your who your readers are, and the satisfaction that you get not just from me calling in or, or, you know, emailing you or saying something on your blog, but um, people that don't, that love your stuff, that won't because they're too shy or for whatever reason, they're not, they're still in the closet with liking kink or whatever. Um, You have an audience. You have a big audience. And they might not be out there uh, outside your house or your apartment cheering you, but they're there and they will listen and they will read, and they'll tune in to Dr. Sue whenever you're on. Mm-hmm. So. That's what I think you need to get through your head is a, a lot of times because writing is so solitary, you figure you're the only one ever reading your stories. And I think maybe that kind of gets in your head sometimes too is that, well, you know, no one's going to show up to a book signing because who the heck is reading this? I think a lot more people are reading this than you think. Absolutely. I hope that's the case. <laughs> now, um, Irv asked the question. Hold on. Yes. he. Uh, um, Irv asked, said, but what do you theorize made Fifty Shades connect with such a large audience based on what you read? Why gosh. do you think it was a commercial success? Well, I think definitely having a uh, publisher of some size behind it is going to help. And being able to get the publicity uh, machine going uh, as much as it did. But as far as the story and the writing itself, I think, I mean, really, you know, Francesca kind of brought up the whole idea of, you know, this is fan fiction. It was based on the whole Twilight story. And so it's, I don't know, I mean... 
Twilight appeals to a large audience as well, I guess because there is this kind of, you know, star-crossed lover romance kind of stuff, which personally just kind of makes me gag a little bit. But I I don't know. It's like there's there's this whole idea of what is erotica and what is porn. And to me, like the, the biggest difference seems to be, I mean, I've really actually tried to do some research on this because I've had a uh, – uh, a couple people say what I do is porn and not erotica. And it feels like to me that erotica requires like quite a few paragraphs of text before people start to have sex or do anything, you know, remotely kinky. Um, And porn just cuts right to the chase and you start basically where the fun is. And I will say that when it came to Fifty Shades, I had listened to that for, God, probably 20 hours, and no one had even gotten naked yet. So (laughs) it was definitely erotica. (laughs) (laughs) And to Herb said, that's a good point, Lewis, about Twilight and also E.L. James' work in advertising and has that specific marketing know-how from what I understand. So that's it. Even even Queen Mink said the same thing. She believed in the quality of her work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and the fact that she was working in publishing, she or not publishing, she was working in advertising, you know, it's not hard for her to turn around and go, okay, what, what does everybody want? Right. They want a Twilight-like book that, is going to be a little bit on the kinkier side, you know, that's obviously what was done. It's the same as you could tell by the fact that when they did three three books, I will guarantee you that that would have been the publisher doing that. Mm-hmm. No, let's pull this out into three books just like Twilight was. It was the world's longest story. Like I said, it could have been told like in half the size of the first book. Mm-hmm. But they dragged it out, and that's just from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, there was a really good uh, short film at Cinekink that dealt with Fifty Shades, and it was uh, it, it was listed in the program as of as uh, Fifty Shades in Fifty Seconds, and it has a different title as well. But it was mm-hmm. great. It was a guy just saying the entire plot of the first book. Uh, in one manic breath, and uh, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> yeah, it was great. And apparently, I quit reading, uh, like literally ejected the CD and, and threw it out the car window right before they finally had any kind of sexual encounter. But uh, it's it was good to know that you know that really there wasn't a whole lot more after that. So, but yeah, it was yeah. good for them to do that. And Irv says, I think your distinction about erotica versus porn has a lot of validity. It's a matter of paragraph to make readers feel they're reading something above smut. I would agree with that, especially women. Women don't want to, to be put out there as reading any kind of porn. That's why they'll mm-hmm. go, no, it's erotica. It, you know, right. I, I remember that Friends episode with Joey and uh, Rachel. where She's going, you're reading porn. Like, say what you will. It can be as fluffy as you want it. You're still reading porn. But it just makes women feel better. Right. Like I said, that's the whole point of the Harlequin romance industry. And they did roaringly good for a very long time. I don't know if they're still doing good, but 
They're still around, I think. Yeah, I talked to somebody that was in publishing um, over the weekend, and she was talking about the covers for their erotica now, and that everything has to have the inanimate object, like Fifty Shades has. And you oh, know, you're uh, kidding! So now it's really fruit, getting formulaic. Yeah, a uh, cufflink, uh, a, oh, a champagne glass full of pearls. <laughs> oh Lord! Yeah, it's become a giant cliche. Exactly. So, Francesca, did you have anything else you wanted to tell Lewis? Um, I'll see you in <laughs> Chicago. Um, bring your laptop and uh, a gray silk tie. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and now we know who's playing go, Christian. Yeah, yeah, well, no. Wait a minute. I, I don't know. Christian was kind of retarded near the end. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler. Talk about cliche. <laughs> Wow. Um, I know what I wanted to ask you, Dr. Sue. Earlier in the show you said uh, during the polls that it was split whether people wanted to hear some t- type of subject matter and the other. How do you think that you'll address that? How are you going to change your show against that poll? Probably I won't do a lot of change. If I do anything, I will try and keep it within some sort of sexual realm In other words, I have a show coming up that's going to be on Asperger's Syndrome. But it's not just on Asperger's Syndrome. It's on how Asperger's um, affects your sex life, how it can either enhance it or completely destroy it, depending on, you know, how bad you have it, that sort of thing. So I'll probably just weave it that way. There's ways of bringing things in and still having people go, oh, okay, it does have something to do with sex. We can always make everything to do with sex. Well, Thanks for letting me be your first. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to just say that I think that's part of the problem with a lot of folks is that they try to eliminate the sex, you know, and just deal with one aspect of problems. So I, I think it's good that you're embracing that, Dr. Sue. Well, I want to. I, it, it's just you know, like there's so many different avenues that we can look at. I was getting worried that okay, if I go weekly, there's just not going to be enough, but. I don't know. I don't think so. I think we can put a spin on pretty much anything. Like I said, if I can spin Asperger's, then <laughs> I can pretty much spin anything. So, what are we thinking, people? Everyone's gotten quiet. Oh, crickets. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> Well, okay, well, I will say thank you to Francesca for calling in. You're a sweet pea for calling in yet again and supporting Lewis. Absolutely. Thanks for letting me me be your first caller because I was really excited when I found out you was going to announce that Francesca was going online. And please remember that. Tell them again, Lewis. All right, yes, uh, Francesca, the story named after our caller is uh, available now on Kindle and it is available for free for the next three days. So get on out there and download it, and if you like it, leave a review. There you go. And if you don't, then just So what's the connection, though? I want to know what the connection is. How come Francesca got a book named after her? Because I was confused. You don't remember what I said last time, if you needed any inspiration. Why do you think it took three to four weeks? So that's what you two have been doing. Okay. Maybe. I get it. Maybe. Maybe not. So read the story, and then you'll Exactly. Know. Right. 
And what more Thank can you, you ask Dr. for? Drew. It's freaking free. <laughs> exactly. Just leave a review. You guys, this is another thing. That's something even I always insist on when you're doing phone calls with me. Leave that review. Leave that feedback because it's important. If you read something and you love it, let the author know. They can't hear it too much because, trust me, they're not hearing it enough. So definitely leave those reviews. I don't care what you're reading, whether it's Lewis or anybody else. Leave reviews. Are we in agreement on that? We're in agreement with that. Yeah. Completely agree. Cool. Well, thank you, Francesca. Thank you, Dr. Thank Hughes. You. Bye, Lewis. See you next Bye-bye. week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So, that's really cool. So, it's, but would you say that your writing is kind of changing a little bit? Going into well, like another point of view, do you think you're starting to take on, like, instead of looking at it from the submissive point of view, you're kind of morphing over and going from the other side now? Well, really, I have always tried, I think, to do both. It just depends on, yeah, where my head is at. But, um, you know, I've written stories from both sides, and then I've even tried to write stories from female point of view versus male point of view. Mm -hmm. And that's really where I have a lot of fun is that switching the point of view. I mean, uh, one of my favorite stories that I wrote, and if I ever did a full-length book, it would be based off of this, was the whole... um, what was it cerebral uh, sex robot or I, I I'm trying to remember but it it was the uh, the um, robot story that I wrote actually I wrote two chapters of that years ago and I had a lot of fun with that because I was going between the owner that of the robot that was the one where they delivered the robot right yes yeah I remember that and there was another one where she was in uh, she had broken down and they had taken her in for repairs so you get to hear more about the repair shop and just this whole kind of thing and I had fun with that it was nice I, I don't generally write sci-fi-ish kind of stuff but I had a lot of fun with that story and I could see it going a lot of different directions and if I, I if I ever wanted to return to something I want to return to that cool Mm-hmm. Then do it. Do it, Betty. <laughs> do it, because I want to know what's going on with the robot story, too. I think you should continue the robot. There's a bunch of stories in Freedom of Slavery and in Life on My Life on My Knees where you need to keep going with these stories because some people are sitting here going, whoa, I wonder what happened. Well, that's where keep that, that whole mind. feedback to the author is really important that's where right, folks see? say, we want more of this or that. Because and then there were actually give it a few stories. Yes. Think there about were a few stories that I wrote where people said, I want to know what happens next. And I got enough people that said that where I said, okay, yeah, let's find out. Let's, let's you know, well, let me put my thinking cap on and find out what does happen next. And some things, sometimes they would take me in very uh, unexpected territory. Cool. Yeah. And that's always fun because your characters are taking you somewhere you don't even know where it's going to go. Exactly. You just yep. kind of float. We have another caller. I have a feeling. Is this Francesca? Yes, I think it is. Francesca, are you back? Yes, I just want to listen to the radio show. I want to okay. listen to you guys I'll talk. I'll put you on hold. <laughs> I don't want to hog the whole hour. Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'll put you on hold. Thanks. <laughs> By Ed McMahon. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I suppose this is the end. This is my the friend. end, my friend. 
Da, 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 da. Thank you very well, much, Lewis. And I think the fact that you are letting our listeners have, you know, that freebie is just beyond generous. I really do. Well, thank you for giving me the time and a platform for me to just kind of jaw on and uh, insult listeners of, or insult readers of Fifty Shades of Grey. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Go nuts. Who cares? That's what everybody's here for. Come in. Yep. Give and us your I, views. You know, talking again about the Cinekink Film Festival, I really can't recommend that enough. That was a lot of fun. And, you guys uh, really should be. Now, they're in New York, and where else do they do it? They actually they toured around the country. Uh, the the organizer does a tour, so I would say go over to their website and sign up for their mailing list, and you'll find out where it's going to be. And they hit a lot of major places. I think uh, last year they did Chicago, Seattle, Portland, Austin. Uh, I'm not even sure where else, but yeah, they go around and they will take requests. So if there's enough of an audience in a particular town, they'll go there. And See, that's amazing. Did, and understand, Cinekink, for those of you that don't know, first of all, the website com. If you don't know what it is, it's kink-based short film. It's independent film. And mm-hmm. they're, they're, some of them are absolutely off the chart. They're really well done, aren't they? Yeah, some of them will just blow your socks off. This year it was really a nice kind of selection of films. It was very much embracing sexuality that isn't quote-unquote mainstream. So mm-hmm. by Saturday night, they did a retrospective screening of the opening of Misty Beethoven, the classic porn film by Radley Metzger from 1975. So it, that takes you right back to the whole, you know, uh, quote-unquote normal heterosex kind of stuff. And seeing that was kind of a shock to me after four days of Cinekink, where male-on-female hetero penetration was the exception and not the rule, because it was very much embracing outsider sexuality. So it was kind of nice that I was seeing so many different shapes and ways and just methods that people are going at it and enjoying and embracing their sexuality. I mean... Mm-hmm. There was a whole documentary called Sexing the Trans Man that uh, Buck, Buck Angel did. And you get to see, for me anyway, Not I don't have any trans friends, uh, uh, female to male friends, that, uh, you know, this was a whole new world for me and got to explore that. So it was terrific. As you can see, again, this is just opening your mind up. Oh, which yeah. Which is why I think it's super important that, everybody get out there and support Cinekink because if nothing else, sit down, watch these movies. They're not would you say they're mostly documentary or no? Like what would you No, really there's a good mix uh, between narratives and experimental and comedy. There's a lot of comedy and uh some documentary. I mean the the three winning shorts were in the narrative, um, experimental, and comedy uh, realm, so, or in documentary. So you had Crutch, which was uh, best documentary short, and that was um, a differently abled woman uh, getting off, so somebody that you don't normally see getting off. You had Pinecone for the best comedy short, and that was uh, uh, <laughs> a very funny 
situation involving a pine cone. Uh, and then you had, um, oh, geez, best, uh, best experimental, I think it was, was uh, Impact with Melina Williams, where it was uh, just one steady camera, one locked shot, and cutting between all these different scenes of her on the left side of the screen and someone on the right-hand side of the screen just spanking her lightly, hard, whatever, and her reaction to it throughout the film. And it was terrific. It was so good. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, all there's over a the huge map. mix of stuff. What did you see, Joe? Well, I definitely saw a pine cone, I have to say. I <laughs> laughed throughout that entire uh, that short. Um, that that was beautifully done. Um, great actors, great screenplay, and it it was a comedy. It definitely did not take itself too seriously. No. And um, I mean that I, I was laughing throughout the entire thing. Um, so I did see that. I did see uh, part of uh, Sexing the Trans Man. I came in a little uh, about halfway through that one which was uh, the documentary that uh, you were talking about. Um, I, I have to say the um, there was a short about um, uh, Sigmund Freud going into a, um, a, a gymnasium um, and all of the Freudian-type um, <laughs> symbology that's mm-hmm. in this gymnasium. And Sigmund's just going around looking at all of this uh, and culminating into him, uh, you know, basically, um, you know, getting off in the gym. And that, that was just hysterical. But um, I would like to know, you know, if uh, maybe some of uh, your works could be turned into like a 10 to 15 minute short that uh, could be shot for Sinekenki. That would be interesting. Yeah, there was, tw- I, I want to say it was the last program of Saturday night, um, the 7 o'clock screening, was uh, more experimental narrative kind of stuff and a lot more explicit. There's one called uh, Amber that I believe won an award. It might have been an honorable mention. And writing something like that, I think, would be uh, right up my alley. That was just kind of a nice scene. Um, And getting to see how that goes was yeah, so that that's something I uh, I could aim for. I think that's a great idea. I think you should try your hand at doing, you know, a screenplay, hmm. a short. Film. Yeah, actually, there was there was one film that they showed. I want to say it was called Jump Cut, and while I was watching it, I was kind of narrating it in my head as if uh, what it would look like on screen if you were to write it down. So maybe uh, maybe I'll go in that direction. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think, I think you might have next year's uh, submission. Yeah, really. <laughs> I think you should do it, seriously. No, no, We're just, not just, just throwing to, uh, that out there, you know. Well, yes, I understand. There's also the whole idea of who I'm going to find to be in it. Though I think Francesca might volunteer. Oh, I really, yeah, I, I think, yeah, like, I can't even believe you said that. I, I have I have news for you. You can go down to NYU, and there's so many aspiring actresses there that will do, like, any decent <laughs> non-sexual, or not, I should say, you know, non-triple-X film for, uh, you know, just for credits. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, 
Yeah. There's tons of them. I don't think that it's um, impossible. No, I don't either. Nothing's impossible. There you go. Words to Live By by Lewis Friend. (laughs) Nothing is impossible. So there you go. Okay, well, I am going to say, I'm going to cut this off, and I'm going to say thank you to our wonderful Lewis Friend for being our friend and coming here and enlightening us with his wonderful writing again and actually giving everybody, you know, a chance to read your stuff for free. I think that's really, really nice of you. I'm going to make sure that we put that up on the website, too. So if you guys want to, I will have that up on the website. So you can just bounce right over to Francesca and grab it before three days is up. And Make sure you review it, though. If you're going to get it for free, you have to review it. That's my rule. Those are tough rules. I don't care. We have a 111 call. Hold on. Hello, you're in bed with Dr. Sue. No, those one one ones drop. I know those one one ones are weird. It's I don't even. I don't even thing. go. I don't even try screening them because as soon as I connect, they, they just drop. They drop. I yep. have a feeling it's a Skype call. Think so. Anyways, well, thank you. And anyways, thank you, Lewis, for being here. Tell everybody where to pick up your writing and where to see um, your blog and everything. Um, uh, you can go over to pornoperson.com. That's uh, P-O-R-N-O-P-E-R-S-O-N.com, and that'll take you right to my blog. And I've got my Twitter feed on there, so you can follow me on there. And hopefully, uh, I'll get some get some uh, folks that enjoy my And you're my also stuff. on. Obviously, he's on Amazon. He's on Lulu. Yep. Um, are you on Smashbox? Uh, I have just put a uh, a uh, story on out on Smashwords recently. Yes. Or Smashwords? What is Smashbox? I'm That's thinking cos- makeup. I'm thinking yeah. cosmetic. Yes, I realize that. I just went down the wrong road. Um, although we were talking movies, so it does kind of work. Um, <laughs> so yes, what is it? Smashword? Uh, Smashwords. Yes. Smashwords. Okay. Yep. Because I know IR Telling puts her stuff on there. I believe. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying all types of. That different venues. I even threw out a new story over on Nook just to see how it goes. Oh, on Nook. Cool. So there you go. Nook readers can can grab you, too. Exactly. Yay. A lot of people can grab me. (laughs) Anybody can grab him. Just keep that in mind. (laughs) He's cheap and easy. Exactly. Ta-da. So thank you, Louis. Thank you. We love you. Love you, too. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. You are the best. So we are going to be back right after this. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you. Submissives everywhere. The dungeon you both fear and fantasize about is open for business full time. That's right, all you precious pets. Her Royal Highness, Queen Kitty is now a full-time, real-time dom. So grab your balls and your wallets, because she's draining them both. And head to queenkittyownsyou.com. But don't Don't say you weren't warned. There, that'll wake you up. So, (laughs) if you were all getting ready to go to sleep, now you're wide awake.
Well, we did have a da, lot da, to da, drink da. there. What's that? We did have a lot to drink. That's true. So there you go. So our next show, everybody, is March the 19th. We'll be bringing you the latest in erotic hypnosis with Captain Joe because he's heading to the New England Erotic Hypnosis Unconference. That so is correct. if you are into that, what's that? That is correct. So if you are into erotic hypnosis, you want to definitely check this out because we're going to have all kinds of things for you, aren't we? You want to go, you want to go, you are getting sleepy and you, you want to go. You are getting very sleepy and you want to come, yeah, well, you want to come back to our show and listen to it. Ta-da. Actually, um, Mindy Madison came up with a really good her- erotic hypnosis series that she wants us to do, and I will bring that up with you. Really? At a later date. Yeah, it was a really good idea, so I am going to let you good. know that one because I think it's really cool. And uh, don't forget this Thursday at 10 p.m., I will be on the Entune show with the one and only Ms. P. We're going to be talking to tranny porn sensation Sunshine Monroe. So make sure you hit us up this Thursday at 10 p.m. on the Entune show. I want to thank Joey and Ash for being here tonight. Thank you, Dr. Sue. I want to thank everybody in the chat room, even though it's dwindled. It's okay. We took names. But thank you right now for Ashley Louise, who is here, is Madam Devilish. And Lewis is obviously still here. And my sweet little cuppy cake who is down under. And Queen Minx. We love Queen Minx. And my Muffy Muff. And my Irv O'Neill, who is also going to be on the show with Mr. Edward Cantor, who you will hear better instead of hearing the Imperial Margarine thing next show. You will be able to hear Edward's excerpt much better. So let's try and... Yeah. Clearly that's going to be around for a while. So... I have a special thank you for our listeners who were listening live. And I do believe, oh, I'm going to do a really fast shout-out to Angela St. Lawrence because I believe she was listening in tonight, too. And so this is just special for for not only our live listeners, but for Joe. This is just for you. Soft kitty, warm kitty, So there you go. Sleepy Kitty can come and visit you, Joe. And it's about time. That's right. And we're going to end the show tonight so that all of you can curl up in your beds and go to sleep with the sounds of Levert 2. Hey, love, because it's nice and smooth and quiet. So remember, you guys, no guilt, no fault, no shame, no blame. Be happy, okay? Don't take life so seriously and certainly don't try and kill me. Good night, everyone.
first class flight Cause it takes me there It's that get right And I'm never gonna come down Keep it right there Keep it right there Keep it right there I'ma let it go now Keep it right there And I'm only gonna Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.